Welcome to your Catholic Daily News Briefing, a service of Catholic News Agency. Listen on your smart speaker or wherever you get podcasts. Pope Francis beatified John Paul I, who reigned as Pope for only 33 days, amid a thunderstorm in St. Peter's Square on Sunday. In his homily for the rainy beatification mass on September 4, Pope Francis said that John Paul I embodied the poverty of a disciple through his victory over the temptation to put oneself at the center, to seek one's own glory. Often called the Smiling Pope, John Paul I died unexpectedly on September 28, 1978, a month after the conclave that elected him. In one of the shortest pontificates in papal history, John Paul I gained a reputation for his humility and his dedication to teaching the faith in an understandable manner. With the next World Youth Day less than a year away, Pope Francis has promised that a pope will be in attendance, but joked that it may be Pope John XXIV. Pope Francis told CNN Portugal in a television interview that aired on September 4 that he plans to attend the 2023 World Youth Day, the largest international Catholic youth gathering scheduled to take place in Lisbon next August. I plan to go. The Pope is going to go either Francis or John XXIV, but the Pope is going, he joked. The quip was made after months of speculation in the media that the 85-year-old Pope could be close to retirement. Pope Francis told journalists on his return from Canada in July that he is open to the possibility of retiring if he discerns that it is God's will. Pope Francis did not explain why he guessed his successor could be named Pope John XXIV. He has made this joke several times since he canonized St. John XXIII, the last Pope who took the name John, who reigned from 1958 to 1963. In their message for Labor Day, The U.S. bishops have urged the passage of the Pregnant Workers' Fairness Act as a means of building a just economy for women and families. There is currently no federal law requiring employers to provide short-term, reasonable accommodations to pregnant women in the workplace and the PWFA would do so, Archbishop Paul Coakley of Oklahoma City, chairman of the U.S. Bishops' Domestic Justice Committee, wrote in his message for Labor Day. No woman should be forced to risk her or her child's health, miscarriage, preterm birth, economic security or losing insurance benefits just because she requests a short-term, reasonable, pregnancy-related accommodation, he said. In addition to passing the PWFA, Coakley encouraged expansion of the child tax credit as policies that would have a profound impact on family stability, especially for families who are financially vulnerable, recalling that the church looks at the well-being of society through the lens of the well-being of the family. Today, the Church celebrates St. Teresa of Calcutta, also known as Mother Teresa. She was born Agnes Gongsa Bojaxiu August 26, 1910, in Skopje, Macedonia. The youngest of three children, she attended a youth group run by a Jesuit priest called Sodality, which eventually opened her to the call of service as a missionary nun. She joined the Sisters of Loreto at age 17 and was sent to Calcutta, where she taught at a high school. After contracting tuberculosis, she was sent to rest in Darjeeling, and it was on the way that she felt what she called an order from God to leave the convent and live among the poor. The Vatican granted her permission to leave the Sisters of Loreto and to live her new call under the guidance of the Archbishop of Calcutta. After she left her convent, Mother Teresa began working in the slums, teaching poor children, and treating the sick in their homes. A year later, some of her former students joined her, and together they took in men, women and children who were dying in the gutters along the streets. In 1950, the Missionaries of Charity were born as a congregation of the Diocese of Calcutta. 
1952, the government granted them a house from which to continue their mission of serving Calcutta's poor and forgotten. The congregation quickly grew from a single house for the dying and unwanted to nearly 500 houses around the world. Mother Teresa set up homes for prostitutes, battered women, orphanages for poor children and houses for those suffering from AIDS. She was a fierce defender of the unborn and is known to have said, if you hear of some woman who does not want to keep her child and wants to have an abortion, try to persuade her to bring him to me. I will love that child, seeing in him the sign of God's love. She died on September 5, 1997, and was beatified just six years later by St. John Paul II, October 19, 2003. Thanks for joining us. For more, visit catholicnewsagency.com.